0: right, welcome guys to the mmos.com podcast episode 147 here Alta here joined this week by Omer. once again just all right uh any uh starting words or do you want to jump to the weekly raid Big 147 that's, not, uh, that's
1: not 147 isn't special it's, 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 it's special all right well, it's, 150 it's is special favorite, it's my favorite three digit number that ends with a seven. Alright. Anyway, let's get let's get, get right to the weekly ring. All right, all right, here let's we go. Let's get a
0: spicy one. Okay. So this one is uh, do you support the EU General Data Protection Regulation? AKA G D P R. Uh, for those of you who don't know what this is, uh, it was signed two years ago, but it's gonna go into effect just this month, in May, late May. And what this okay, this is clearly aimed at things like Facebook and YouTube and uh, Google, right? But gaming is getting get caught in a crossfire. So for those those of you who are wondering, why do I? Why does this matter for most? I'm get I'm getting to it. Okay. We're getting there. There's a reason behind this. Yes. So this is basically going to give uh, EU citizens a lot more rights in what companies can do with their data. It's going to give them right to ask for that data to be deleted. That data will be portable from company to company, uh, and based all that kind of stuff. The companies got to tell you what they're doing with your data at all times, whenever you want. Uh, and all co- all companies that have customers in the EU have to comply by this regulation. If they don't comply, they face a fine of 20 million euros or four percent of their global revenue, whichever one's bigger, whichever of those numbers is bigger. Okay. Hmm. So why does this matter for games? Already, before this even came into effect, remember it comes into effect May 25th. We've got two big bombshells. Well, one bombshell, one like little bullet. The bombshell is a uh, warp portal, warp portal, which is owned by Gravity. Uh, they publish Ragnarok Online, Rose Online, a bunch of other stuff. They are said, "You know what? We're done with the EU. No more EU servers for us, because they don't want to comply with this rule. And the only way to get around having to comply with it is just blocking EU uh, citizens. So they're going to impose an IP block on all EU uh, countries for their games."
1: I like how you said, uh, "like games like Ragnarok Online and uh, and and one other game. Can Rose. you name any more?" Rose, Can you name the other of games? Of course. I, uh, Draconica, Ro- uh Dragonica, yeah, uh right, right. Uh you, you know them, you know. Him. Yeah, yeah, come on, come on. All right, It was a it was a blanket ban. Fortunately, before um before people people in Europe are not losing access to Ragnarok Online. There's something called European Ragnarok Online called ERO, which is still going to be a thing and it's still available to Europeans. However, the Europeans can no longer play on International Ragnarok Online iro. Which is which they previously did have access to. They had a choice to want to play on European Ragnarok Online or on International Ragnarok Online and they you know, now they have no choice over there further. And other War Portal games besides Ragnarok just are not available in Europe. I don't think you can play Requiem uh, by any other publisher besides War Portal. So it already affects what Europeans can play. And simply looks like uh War Portal did not want to comply with these rules. And arguably the cost of compliance would have been more than than uh just ban IP banning all these individuals anyway. So I think at the end of the day, this is actually gonna hurt uh, gamers and, and customers in Europe. I I don't
0: think so. I think obviously the the this rule was made for like I said Facebook and Google right, not for these mm-hmm. small gaming companies. They're getting caught in the crossfire, and there was one other one that got hit by this. Super Monday Night Combat. Do you remember that game anymore? Yeah, it was a fun game. Yeah, it's a little tiny game. Uh, it was it was floating around with like almost no players for years now, but this was a death no. They don't want to comply with this, so they're just shutting it down. Period. Um. Mm-hmm. I think a few small games will get, will be caught in the crossfire like this. But I, I think it's a good law. I think uh, the EU is, uh, is ahead of the curve on this stuff. And I think because of this law, EU citizens will have way more privacy going forward than
1: people. In, Who cares? In- privacy? 2018? Let's be real. Uh, you're a 12-year-old. You get up in the morning. You get a big bowl of cereal. Uh, you pour some more more sugar on it to make it even more delicious. And you want to play some Ragnarok online, all right? On Iro, you want to play some fucking Dragon Saga, all right? You want to play Requiem, you know? You don't give a shit about privacy. You want to go on your PC and play the shit out of these games. You could care. You you could give two shits about privacy. Now you just can't play these games anymore. No, but And, and you're telling me it's good for this kid? Yes, I am. Why? Why is it good for? Why is it good because, for little Johnny?
0: Because a dystopian world, we're gonna go down, and China's already going down. Okay, in China, you already have like you get cameras in every corner, AI facial recognition, the government knows everything about you. Uh, if you if you're like if you say swear words on internet, you get like negative demerits. You you can't get a mortgage. You can't get into a good school. It's it's too controlling. And before you think it's a conspiracy, Facebook got in huge trouble in America over this recently, where they basically allowed third party companies to just siphon everything. That they were, you know, they had on profile user profiles. if They wanted to, the whole you know, Zuckerberg. Had to go on to Congress and yap about this for a while.
1: Um, yeah, that, that but, was because of security flaw they had. They they accidentally gave access to like all these profiles that were unintended. That was like a, just a security problem. No, I don't think it's the same thing.
0: No, no, no. But I'm trying to say, imagine, imagine you're 12 years old, right? Your scenario. You're playing. You're playing. I, 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 I want to play Ragnarok. I'll yeah, play sure. Ragnarok. You're on Facebook. You're on YouTube. You're on everything. Okay. You say sure, stupid sure. shit. You, like, post pictures of your 12-year-old yeah. dick. And you send it to your friends. Whatever. Whatever. 12, whoa, stupid shit.
1: <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, I, I want to grind some goddamn uh, peco-pecos, all no, right? Whoa, whoa. I, 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 I ain't sending nobody my 12-year-old dick. Look,
0: whatever shit a 12-year-old is doing, okay? 13, 14, 15, 16, okay? Now, Facebook has all that, right? Or right, or, well, or, no. or gravity. That? Somebody has all that shit, right? Okay. Yeah, sure. Now, when you're 30 and you're running for Congress, okay, you're going to get a call from Mr. Zuckerberg. He's, like, he's, he's going to be 80 at the time, okay? He's going to be like, <laughs> oh, Mr. Omar... Uh, you did this when you were fifteen. You put you, you put that video up. Uh, what you you were like putting your toe in this girl's ear in this game, right? I did do that. I did okay. do that. My
1: toe was firmly in this girl's ear. And then in, uh, the now game. now
0: let's say you just won Congress, your election or whatever, right? Now right. you're in his pocket, baby. He goes, I want you I'm to do this for pocket. me. You're in his pocket. He's gonna release I deny that everything.
1: shit. Oh, he, he has
0: the logs. How can he deny it?
1: There, there's a video of Trump saying "grab by the pussy" and now he says it was all bullshit. Well, Trump it doesn't is if- matter. He's president. Trump, Trump is a is Trump. Facts a, don't matter. Facts Trump, don't matter. It doesn't Trump, matter. Get Trump, it out of here. No, 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 no. It doesn't matter no, to no, no, Trump. No. It
0: doesn't matter to Trump.
1: Okay, you're not He's Trump. Blo- I'm you bulletproof. Might, you're not bulletproof. Blo- <laughs> no, listen, listen. First of all, we, you, I think you could explain two separate things. I do think there's more data being volunteered in something like uh, Facebook, or you know, what you maybe when you buy on Amazon, right? Versus a game like Ragnarok Online. Like, how much information are you actually giving them? You give them your name. They don't even ask for your address or anything. They ask you maybe I think country sometimes. They ask you for an email address and a country. And a pa- username and password. That's it, all the data you give them. And once you play that game, are they going to collect data? on my pouring, no. killing habits? Who no. gives a shit? Whoa.
0: There are a lot to collect data. So all this regulation does is say uh, the user agreement, right, has to be very yeah. clear. Okay. So I, I actually, I love this part of the uh, law. So I'm going to read it out loud. Okay, guys, give me a moment here. The conditions for consent have been strengthened and companies will no longer be able to use long illegible terms and conditions full of legalese as the request for consent must be given in intelligible and easily accessible form with the purpose for data processing attached to that consent consent listen. must be clear and distinguishable from other matters and provided in an intelligible and easily accessible form using clear and plain language it must be as easy to withdraw consent as it is to give it
1: listen there's okay. two parts of that I, I agree with the fact the fact that you want to make it easy to understand and legible outside of legalese that's fine so hypothetically, I think a game company like Warp Portal should be able to say, when you sign up their account, in, in in basically two sentences, by signing up, we will collect data and do whatever we want with that data and there's nothing you can do about it. You don't like it, don't sign up. And well, you cannot withdraw consent. We're no, gonna do no, no, no. all this. Well, that's that's the second part of the law. Listen, you, you can't okay. Yeah. okay. But they should be allowed to say that. And in very clear English, basically, what, what, what's happening today in long terms of service is basically what I just said. In, in all those huge documents, terms of service, it basically says in so many words, we can do whatever the fuck we want with your data when you sign up to the service. And there's nothing you can do about it but the problem is they use all these long words to say what i just said in two sentences okay i'm gonna if go you can't communicate that clearly in less words and if you're looking at it why can't you consent to that why can't you agree that you can track my pouring and killing habits you can track what i say in ragnarok online and i give you my permission and i don't care why can not i give you that consent if i want to give that consent
0: but it's for the same reason that people today cannot sell themselves into slavery because
1: okay, you so 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 killing pourings in Ragnarok Online and volunteering my data is the equivalent of selling myself into slavery.
0: All right. Well, here's an example I'll give you. It's a very good one. Basically, our laws governing property today, right, still reference really ancient customs of like sheep and like trading sheep with each other, right? So yes, the sure. the data laws we put into place today, laws like this, will in the future, very near future, govern the laws around our information. Like our imagine like you are you go to McDonald's, you drink a Coke, right? And then the, sure. McDonald's, the McDonald's manager takes out your saliva from the cup and then clones you, dress, dresses as a clone like you, and then like robs a bank with your thumbprint.
1: You're taking this as a pretty ridiculous exchange. It's not You made a pretty good comment. No. What was what, the comment? He, he said, it, unless there's real harm being done, there is no reason to overstep here. And the real harm in the case... What is the harm being done of a 12-year-old playing Ragnarok Online or, or, or uh, Requiem... Or Dragonica or Dragon Saga on, there is on no harm. A Portal Service. No, no, there's no harm. The harm there? There's, no, there's harm. no harm. There's no harm. But as okay, long as what's the problem then. As
0: long as they comply, all they have to say is tell the users what is being done with their data, and give them the right to delete that store data at the will of the customer. Now, again, we are moving into an information age, right? I think we all we all understand that. We're gonna have a cashless economy, all digital transactions, right?
1: Hundred percent. Hold on, hold, 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 hold. It's ex- that's bullshit, though. What you just said—the right to delete your data. Yeah. Let's say you're walking outside in public, dressed as a, a Power Ranger or something, right? And I, I, I look at you. I, let's say I record you. Do you have any right to tell me that? Oh, you have to delete your data. You, you have to delete that video you just took of me. I mean, no, that, it's called fucking no, freedom. No, buddy. No,
0: no, 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 no. It depends on where it is. If, if, if I'm in my no, house, in public, if you don't, Oh, you're in, in public. Well, in
1: public. This is not. Uh, oh, fine, fine. What portal is not you, public? You put, well, you fine, You come to my house. War, this is War Portal's house. You come to War Portal's house, you obey War Portal's rules. No, well, you come no, to no, fucking no. Ragnarok's no, house, you, you obey Ragnarok's no, rules. That's incorrect so come my house. We don't if want if to. you
0: invite me to your house and then cut me up and eat
1: me, uh, you can still go to jail for that, for murder. That's not what's, that's not what's happening. When well, you come my house, well, I, There's no, a sign that says video surveillance is happening and, and we can use you. You, know, if you go to a restaurant today, they have signs there is video surveillance and we may use you in promotional materials. Okay. That's a terms of service. It says that we can, you have no right to revoke that once you're so, in. You're in. Oh, do
0: you think so? Do you, do you think that's like that's gonna from now until infinity? That's the
1: best way to do things. Like, it's called. It's called. It's called, it, yes, was, it's called evolution. It's called change. In, in, in areas where there's no harm being done, and you have to prove to me what harm can be done about somebody tracking my porn and killing habits in Ragnarok online, or me killing fucking. Well, uh, I, jelly was, beans I was, I was about. Online. I was about to get there until so you cut it All right, get there. Okay. I'm get there. We, we are, are moving the
0: harm? into an entirely uh, information digital world. Okay. Yes. Now we need rules and regulations to govern this world. To, our current laws are based around basically farming. The farming. All our laws today were made around farming. Okay. So we're moving to information world. And yes, I I even said small companies like this are in a crossfire. They will have to pay a little bit of money to update their systems to comply with this. But that world we're going into. Okay. We'll need a set of rules that we got to lay down now. And I would rather the EU set the rules than China, a company like China, or America for that matter, where people like you obviously have no respect for anything related to that, you know, information.
1: Oh, okay. Why can't you let the individual companies set their own rules? If WarPortal wants to make a clear terms of service and say, We're gonna do whatever we want with your data, it's the way we work and we're fine. We're doing this, too bad, right? And you today, Microsoft has different policies in Facebook. In fact, they even said outright, we don't sell data. We don't do all the shit that Facebook does. That's not the business we're in. That's an inherent flaw in advertising-based businesses. You have no but idea. They're lying. They're not, but let's, they're let's just, presume they're lying and they're collecting all the same information. In the in marketplace of a competition of ideas, let if, if somebody wants to do some bullshit, they'll get penalized for it in, the, in the marketplace. And No, they won't.
0: <laughs> let's say, the po- does uh, <laughs> does the Xi Jinping get pe- penalized in the marketplace of China for collecting everyone's well, information?
1: Well, when uh, the government uh, uh, does it, it's different. They're uh, they're un, you know you can't What's uh, government? Come after them. The
0: biggest co- the biggest company in the country is the government. No,
1: no, what? no, no. The be- sure what? What's the difference? The, the biggest the biggest company on earth, Standard Oil, got destroyed by government. Government no, is no, all powerful. No, no. I'm is calling not a the private business. Oh, sure it is. No, okay. the biggest you, company. You have the and U.S. fined billions of dollars. Oh, hold on, hold on. So so in,
0: 19, in 1776, a couple guys with wigs got together, British private British citizens in America. Okay, they said, yeah, fuck fuck the government. Uh, and they and they wrote some bullshit, and now they
1: became, they became the government. With, right. So, what? What? What is okay. the difference? Yeah, they they violently oppose. So unless you're saying there's gonna be a violent uh, uprising, that's different. It, there's a case where maybe Google is gonna start arming their employees and overthrow no. the government, I mean, is, that, I, is that your argument? If, it, if we don't have protection, if, we're gonna have violent uprisings. Like, come on. If we the people don't put some deep constraints, deep. then yes. No, we're getting we're getting too far from the original point again here. I can I don't look. You can maybe apply some of these laws about data privacy. to maybe Facebook where there is potential harm being done. You could argue that you know. You're leaking your information and giving companies access to like your phone numbers that are unintended. There's data breaches and it's, it was it can cause real harm. By the way, there is there not, are real there harm? No, no poor no, Yes, there is. Word they have Word they
0: have your they have your payment information that could leak, right? They store your payment information. They store That's your email. Already, yeah. they, how do you know it's encrypted? They say it's encrypted. So
1: there's, there's already there's already penalties in place for like getting you know when, when Target got data breach, they lost access to millions of customer credit card information. Yeah, there's already systems in place. There's already like obviously a problem, right? Just saying, like, passing these laws is going to make it stop. But the problem is the unintended effects of these laws. They didn't. The people that wrote these regulations, they didn't want to put War Portal out of business in Europe, right? They're depriving customers of access to these games. That you know, this was unintended, clearly. Well,
0: first of all, right? first of all, they're probably doing them a favor because now they, they can play on private servers instead of the. <laughs> oh, oh, oh but, wait, but here's the real. Yeah,
1: this, this, this is what's going to happen, right? By the way, this law is going to make people in Europe play uh, on private rows online or or Dragon Saga servers. They're not gonna be playing on official servers anyway. So all that happened was instead of a legal entity that owns the game profiting and paying taxes, now it's going to private individuals who run private, illegal private servers, which I don't think it should be legal, but you know that's a different argument. Now it, it is going to the black market. Who, who is winning by this? Who Do you think that those private I servers think that, have
0: any uh, data protection? I think the EU citizens are winning, and I hope
1: it's a good example wait, wait, what? that and the EU world follows. And EU citizens are now giving their data to a company, to private servers who have much lax data control, who are more unscrupulous of selling your data what how how did they win their data is less protected now with this law than it was before no, For, no. In, the, in the scope of war portal not in the scope of the so, grand scheme so of so what is
0: your what is, I, I, so what are we discussing what are we uh, disagreeing on are, are you saying like war Portal to get a war portal exemption i don't understand like, what the like so the, the f- saying- this affects all digital company you know, companies uh, well, there's
1: two things. I, I, I think it's a bad policy to begin with. I think. Um, okay, so let's stick
0: to that then. Don't don't make it about War Portal then. Like uh, that seems like a uh, a a red a red, hair, a red Portal, pouring. You know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're actually pink, not red. All right. Okay. come on. The looking at WarPortal looks lets us see the problem here too. And it's not just WarPortal, by the way. I actually found um another website too, and actual just just some small business, some websites saying they're basically shutting down. There's a there's an article on. If you go to Streetland.com, was a website, it looks like you could uh an easy way to borrow money online or some shit, right? Or something, right? And they're saying they're showing on the website specifically because of GDPR. And okay. they, they said basically, we, we you know, we don't have the, the resources to hire law firms to make sure we're doing all the right things, even if we want to do the right things. Like they're saying it's so ambiguous that even if you try doing all the correct things, you can still be held responsible and pay that minimum fine of twenty million euros or four percent of turnover. Which is look. the biggest problem here, by the way, is that 20 million euros is, is for some reason the the base figure. It should be like maybe maybe like a hundred dollars or four percent of of global turnover. If, if that was the case, whichever is higher, like hundred dollars or four percent, that that seems like a more reasonable policy because small websites, small businesses can comply with it now, and, and the risk of non-compliance is not literally everything you have times hundred. Okay,
0: look, for, I agree that the launch of this law is think of it like the launch of a brand new MMORPG. All right, the servers okay. the, the servers will crash. There'll be bugs, right? It'll be frustrating, laggy, right? Events won't work, quests won't work. That's kind of what we're going to get in the first year of this. I I know that, okay? But that's a cost that you know, the EU people, you know, it's a democracy still, have chosen to go down. And I would and I, and, and they're going to pay the price, okay? And eventually America might adop- hopefully adopt the the patched version of this, right? A couple years down the line. Because, but I do really think that the alternative to this, right, is going to be the total surveillance state like we have in China.
1: That's you know, the, if if we let them, say, if we let like you know WeChat and stuff what's, set the rule. What's wrong with with it with somebody just giving a gaming company like work Portal access to tracking where the fuck they want? Who, who is losing? If they who where is the damage? That I don't understand. I think why is I, well, this, I think you can't more... tell me that oh, your argument is that. You're not going to answer my question. You you you're pivoting to well, McDonald's, taking a, a piece of my saliva, and making a clone and, and robbing a bank. That, that that's not a reasonable answer to my question. Who is being harmed when when a kid goes on War Portal, makes an account, would they give them their their country, their username, password, and email, and they want to go grind some pourings and they want to go play some, they want to kill jelly beans in and in and Rose Online. Okay, like,
0: they can do that. All, the, now, but okay. the only thing is, if that 12 year old, when he's 20, and he's embarrassed by the time he played Ragnarok, he can't go to War Portal. And say, yeah, you know that, you know, when I put, delete, de- 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 all the information you have on me.
1: Why does he have, that, that's nonsense. why should he have that right anyway? Look, man, if I film you because, because, in my because house. Because
0: adults voted in a parliament to pass that law and to give that, grant that right to its citizens. No. That's, that, that, that's wait, not why sorry. can I walk, you, why, that, 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 why can't I walk into your house and shoot you and take your stuff? Tell me.
1: The, the, the point is, I'm saying it's a bad law, okay? And you're oh. saying that we democratically passed it. Well, if what, that's your what argument, it, there's no discussion I, about what, any issue in the what world. What's the alternative? In America, or no,
0: well, there, there is. There's a lot of undemocratic no. countries, like Russia and China, which have a different view on uh, citizens' rights. So th- uh, so which of those routes do you well, want to the, go
1: the, 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 Hold on. The view of citizens' rights in China is radically different because oh. they, it, it is undemocratic and it's different. Look, I, I, this could have been arrived at in a democratic process. I, I don't know how... Um, how democratic the EU legislative body is. I, I don't think I'm, I'm well-versed in that. There, people are saying there's, you know, it's not up to the national governments either. It's, it's a EU directive, not directive. It's a EU regulation, which is, you know, uh, basically required all member states to apply it. So national governments can't even, uh, you know, if, if England, not England, rather, not anymore, at least, if uh, if Italy doesn't want to infl- enforce this rule, they have no choice, right? So there's a, the, 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 the people, let's say the vast majority of politicians and people in Italy disagree with this law. There's nothing they can do because you, Parliament is so. Don't bring this to whole democracy is a okay, non-starter discussion. I will say this. I will put this so, it this way.
0: Okay, individual rights. Okay, this is a the, at least a, uh, a part of the world, Europe, right, that still has uh, a, a history of individual rights, right? Like we will, we yes. will never get this from China. Even if China was okay. democratic, we won't get it. Sure. Because they, they don't have the mentality of individual, like history, like we do, the West does. Okay. So we will never get democratic or undemocratic. Even if even, even a European king might have passed a law like this, right, to protect his citizens or his mm-hmm. subjects. But uh, a Chinese king or a Chinese parliament will never pass a law like this because they don't. The idea of individuality doesn't exist in those countries the way it does. So I'm glad that this is setting the precedent. It, it will be imperfect. There will be problems, but it will lead to something hopefully in the future where people aren't just complete slaves.
1: Okay, no, you can you, you bring this as a weird dystopian comparison. Yeah, yeah. The problem the problem is the the real comparison is if you come to my house and I look at you and I write down what you did in my house, all of a sudden 20 years later, you want to come down to me and say delete your notes that you took of me while I was at a dinner party at your house. No, get get lost. You have no you have no say and you should never have a say at what somebody else does with with information they've gathered about you. That, that Why? that's reality. Why? If it doesn't know... It, if you if if does if if you can't come to, come to me twenty years later and tell me to rip up okay, my okay notes, okay what if I can no
0: like, what, sure what, what if I can
1: here's what I'm saying but, but that's not
0: what that's not what why should
1: why should you be able okay to? I'll ta- you. don't
0: deceive democracy I, I won't I won't okay because okay. okay information asymmetry okay is what determines power in the in this world especially going forward okay. in the twenty first century now a company like Facebook has more information asymmetry right relative to individuals like you. Okay, then you can. Then you can. No matter how smart you are, how much you study, how much you go to school, how much you don't don't do drugs, you will never be able to surpass the asymmetry information. So, and therefore, in the long term, you will end up working for them, not directly like as an employee, but you they'll be your overlord in some way. That's why. So you have, to, but if you have the right to any company, any individual, turn around and say, "Delete what you have on me. Delete what you have on me." You can have, you can, you can keep my information. At least you have a morsel of,
1: of something, of property left. No, if the guy is more intelligent, more capable than you, you'll be working for him regardless. He'll be your over. Using your example, he will be your overlord regardless. If you want to solve that issue, this if that's your fundamental issue yeah. you want to solve, I yeah. don't see how this addresses that at all. Oh, I, I, well, I just said information. Dude, you're literally put. You're literally putting like a. Like a, a tiny band-aid on a rocket launcher wound. No, oh, you, you, no. you're not even addressing address the like problem. Uh, 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 ready? Knowledge is power. <laughs> do you agree with that? Wow. Hashtag
0: deep, okay. boys. hashtag deep. So so why do we want companies like Facebook to hoard all this power? With no way Facebook? with no way out. With no way to jettison out of this. Okay, by the way, by the way. Oh, oh, this, this, by the way Facebook is still Facebook can still store everything they want on you. War portal can store, still store what they want. All they're asking for but is now where, the right to be deleted.
1: Where does right come from? There's right to be deleted. Does that does that apply anywhere else? It comes from the same right as all other
0: rights. People, people, good. good. Yeah. Okay.
1: If if you just say democracy, there's no discussion. I mean, you ask me. Wait, wait. In any democratic country in the world? No, no,
0: not democracy. Just just
1: the government, I guess. What do you think? But rights come from? I don't know. God. But why why is there a differentiator between between digital rights now and and again the right to be forgotten? Why does that apply? To, uh, to 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 work portal and Facebook, what doesn't apply to when you if you come to my dinner party? Should the, should should the government cut my house and brainwash I, delete it, my memories of if, seeing you? If, if you demand it, if if it becomes a big, starter. If it becomes, a, big a, enough, if it becomes a non-issue, a big,
0: if it becomes you're right, it's a non-issue. That's why it's not an issue. And you have, but if it oh no, listen, to me. if it becomes an issue. For example, let's say studies prove that lots of people go no to house for dinner parties and he's recording everyone's conversations and he's using it to blackmail them, right? That, that becomes oh, a huge let me let me finish. Okay. Me finish. okay. That becomes a huge issue in society, it's affecting million, tens of millions of people, okay? Then you know what? Maybe that should be fixed in the law.
1: Wait, okay. n- now you're saying it does affect millions of people negatively, I assume, otherwise it would be an issue. Can you demonstrate that that millions of people feel harmed? Because the reality is I think most people don't care. I use Facebook. I Wait. use it work portal War- and I've never given any. Okay. Uh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. Most people okay. don't care. I agree. But
0: okay. I think most people, if you left it on vices, will literally just be cavemen and then die of, of, of malaria. The only the care. only light that leads us forward is a few people who care. And and actually
1: try. Most people like most people sit around and play games like <laughs> we do. Like what do you, <laughs> So I mean I don't know. What do you expect? Uh, uh, hold on. My my favorite comment so far this Twitch stream, Chicken Keeper says, How do I get invited to Rimate's dinner party? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of guys no. in chat. Uh, we, we kind of
0: went, we were kind of, uh, we're just yeah. arguing with each other. I couldn't read too much of the cat chat. There's some guy talking about AI, how to undo this impossible.
1: I, I, I just, I just don't see the, the benefit of this. And we've seen already the, the consequences of it and how half, half it's already been applied. And it's, it's, it's led the war portal. So than come one example. is what called streetland. It looks like it was a website that, uh, it helped you find local, um, money lenders or something like it basically google maps overlay Street and they, 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 yes go to go to streetlend.com okay and he explains what his what his business was and he made some money from amazon affiliates or something do you, do you lend drills all free to some stuff. no
0: you lend you lend each other power tools
1: oh yeah, wh- whatever sure you lend something with other people all right okay you, you lend stuff to each other and uh, and there was no fees charged to buyers or sellers and they only made money from affiliate marketing or something and then they shut down because they don't know how to apply themselves to uh to this new gdpr okay uh, it, it's already hurt so many, you know, if, okay. if I, you know it, it already hurts so many small companies. And in fact, arguably, it solidifies the power of Facebook, Google, Amazon, because big companies can, can comply with this. Small companies that don't want to deal with this may never even come to fruition because it's, the, the cost of compliance is higher. I already
0: agreed that there's going to be bumpy roads ahead like until yeah. they figure it out. Okay. There will be some casualties. There'll be some readjustments and prices to pay. And hopefully America can adopt the revised version, right? After they do all the uh, testing, beta <sighs> testing for us, but someone's got to beta test this stuff.
1: I mean, I I think what will agree to disagree. I, I just, I just don't like this. this. Look, I've i, I not even shown any demonstration. There's harm being done. Can you imagine the power, uh,
0: Facebook's gonna have on like our politicians but in the don't future. Don't give me
1: don't don't give me this 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 what? dystopian future. If Why? if we see some of this happening, fine. Then wait, show it to me. Wait, so you wanna what wait? Is, where is it today? Wait,
0: so oh, so you wanna just wait till the bomb explodes,
1: right? You're assuming That's... that there is a bomb and it can explode. Wait, 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 wait. Well, you don't you, think you haven't demonstrated hold on, hold on. That there is a bomb?
0: People our age and younger how many embarrassing like drunk pictures do they have on face floating on facebook uh that google any any, literally anything you put online is stored somewhere right every drunk picture every uh uh,
1: a racist thing you said as a kid every you know right no but 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 the reality is not just stored there anyone that's ever seen it it's been scraped a million times over it's stored by everybody but no no no, no. i I don't have that information oh i don't have that information what i i don't have
0: a picture of Zuckerberg at his uh, college party with like a, a with a dick in his mouth and all right I don't have that but you know what if, if there's a picture oh, of sure. me like that somewhere which there isn't by the way you can you can look but there isn't guess what who
1: has it Zuckerberg has it so why think, do you I think, I think he's really worried because he's got the, that picture somewhere but
0: so why I mean, why why do you want this world where oh and, and you're saying it's not an issue until literally this guy's got a whole generation or two or three generations of people's history and under his belt okay and then now now we can worry about it but now we can't worry about it because he has he has the votes to stop anything.
1: No, uh, again, I don't think you've demonstrated that there is a there is a problem even or there potential of a problem. I don't see if you have an embarrassing picture, and, and Facebook can can use that to blackmail you. Like, blackmail yeah. is illegal, by the way. That 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 is separate. Oh, this oh, entire oh, issue yeah. we're talking oh my about. God. Yes, the use of the data. To blackmail somebody, it's fundamentally just illegal already. So nothing that we we're talking about today has anything to do with that. Mm. So just having access to that power. By the way, the way Google and Amazon and Facebook use this data has been typically like target advertisements and stuff like that, right? Yes, yes, for now, for now, yes. Okay, and 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 where and you have not demonstrated the harm in that. You're only saying that there might be a very harmful thing in the future. Yeah, but you can say you'd say video gaming itself is a very harmful thing. If we don't just ban video gaming or restrict video game, oh, if we don't do that, ten years from now. Uh, it'll be a dystopian future where everyone's
0: by, dead. By the way, yeah, you're right. So you know, we do restrict games. There are there are games that are for mature people, whatever, right? There are restrictions in place for gaming already. So again, this rule, I'm not banning Facebook. I'm just saying people, I I, I do agree with the EU on this that the people should have a right to see what's being stored on them, what the conditions are, and if they want to opt out, they can opt out. That's it.
1: You you can already opt out today. Don't don't sign up. Don't use it.
0: They scrape it. And I think
1: the, they it. In is of, all right, disagreeing fundamentally. He's using the word "stolen" on data. Fundamentally, something cannot be stolen if you are voluntarily handing it over. Uh, that, I,
0: that's, uh, uh, that's not true. Imagine you're starving, and then someone wants to "Sign this piece of paper, and we'll get your house for uh, one what? cheeseburger." There's, there's I- is this information asymmetry? There's About.
1: intelligence asymmetry and everything.
0: Okay, but well, laws try okay, to stop so it. Try to reduce
1: it, at least. No, no. Laws don't try to stop information asymmetry, because that can't happen. Sure people, can. Some people are smarter than other people, and they, they will no. access to more information, more mental capacity than other people. Asymmetry is a part of nature. Okay, and, and, and guess what? A- you, you know what nature leads us to? Wolves eating gazelles. But humanity doesn't, doesn't function
0: that way. And because of that, we can go to space with rockets. So th- what makes us human is our ability to, to uh, break with natural law. Natural law just leads to wolves and sheep. Right? I mean, if that's the world you want, where, you know, Zuckerberg is, you know, you're just kissing his feet all day. I mean, if that's that's the world you want to live in, go ahead. But uh, I, I don't I don't want to live in that world.
1: And I, again, I was just going to say, thanks, Al. If you have a coin worth 5000 I offer you the face value of the coin at $5. I just stole from you. So, you thanks, out I, so, I will offer you right now $1 right. for every $100 you give me. Did this, I just steal from you? This, this seems like a great
0: post-game guess. talk.
1: I think we can go on okay.
0: for an hour or two about this in yes. the post-game. I'm happy to do that because I think it's a fundamental uh, issue in the 21st century for humanity. But...
1: For now, there are games to be played. <laughs> uh well, not if you're if you're in Europe, you can't be killing <laughs> Pecos anymore or you can't be, you can't kill Jelly Beans or Rose yes, Island anymore. We didn't of, get a chance to uh, read People
0: like Altai Didn't get a chance to read everything you guys said, but leave a comment here or stay around until the post game and where we can have a much more uh back and forth with the chat. All okay? right, we'll, yeah. we'll take this in the post game a bit more.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh all right, let's let, let let's slide this over a little bit. There's another fun, not really fun, an interesting observation. I know um I know last year we talked about um Venezuelan boulevard let's say let's keep the whole politics things going oh think yeah i games. love it and world and world of warcraft there's an old article you wrote last year on, uh, on world of warcraft and it's actually i think really fascinating i'm gonna drop the link in chat if you want to see it let me send that to you as well uh so basically you wrote that world of warcraft gold is now worth more than the venezuelan currency and this was during their hyperinflation crisis which is actually still ongoing so i decided to revisit this today if you scroll down i put an update as of uh as of may 1st 2018 uh Back, ba- back when you first wrote this article, it was basically one piece of gold in World of Warcraft that was worth more than one Venezuelan bolivar. It was one U.S. dollar was equal to um, 8,493 boulevards, and that number has since exploded. One U.S. dollar is now equal to 621,000 Oh, boulevard. my God. <laughs> so it's actually gotten 60 times worse. So 10,000 gold is equal to one U.S. dollar today. So one gold in World of Warcraft, and this is using the, the token price of gold, which is $20, and it costs about like 200000 uh, twenty thousand gold in, in the U.S. service to buy one token. So one gold in World of Warcraft is now equal to 62 bolivars. So minimum wage in Venezuela is now 1 million bolivars per month or 16,000 gold. If you have 60,000 gold in World of Warcraft, which is uh, less than the price of one token, it's uh, more than the minimum wage in Venezuela for an entire month. So th- the situation has gotten so much worse there.
0: That is, uh, and, and there was actually a beautiful Bloomberg article about uh, Venezuela. This was also a few months ago, so it's probably already outdated. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the most lucrative jobs, like there's a guy who was an engineer, okay? And he, mm-hmm. instead of working his engineering job, he was at home playing Tibia. He was farming gold in Tibia manually, like, on, <laughs> and he was selling it to American players. And and, and the, the mm-hmm. U.S. dollars he was getting for pay um, was better than any job he could work in Venezuela.
1: Isn't that crazy? It's nuts. And this is actually the, re- the reason I brought this up again. Is that I linked you another post, it's on Reddit. This reminded me of it today. It's a Reddit post on RMRPG. And this guy says, Is there any way to make money through gaming? Hello, I'm looking for a game which I can spend the whole day to earn some real money. In the last years, the currency of my country has lost its value so fast that earning even a little amount of money as dollars or euros would be enough for me for my education. I don't have a job, I'm a student. So this guy clearly probably lives in Venezuela, if I had to guess. And this is the country, this is probably the only country on earth right now that's experiencing this level of crazy hyperinflation. So this guy's actually just he wants to find a game where he can just literally grind make some in-game currency and sell it to feed his family or to go to school. So it's pretty crazy. And I know the original Bloomberg article, which maybe we should link later. I think you yeah. looked at the, maybe in the article itself. And there was there was actually a quote from a, from a family just basically saying like, I used to think like this this guy's wife was like, I used to think he was wasting all this time. But now like, you know, I realized him playing Tibia is actually feeding her family. And how like every time, the guy was complaining that every time his account gets banned, like it would actually hurt his ability, family's ability to eat. So like, yeah. I pulled up the picture just just how funny
0: does this is picture look it's I know it's sad but this is this guy is sitting here playing uh tibia on a crt monitor in this dimly lit room and he's earning money for his whole family
1: mm-hmm. it's it's crazy but yeah you can you can make more money playing it looks like tibia than uh in working in some parts of Venezuela and more economies guys and more economies are, are serious business there's a lot of you know you'd be surprised how much money moves throughout these games like it's kind of it's, these the, the, I'm curious what the total value of the RMT businesses across all PGs, whether it's, you know, WoW, Final Fantasy XIV, you know, all these games put together. I'm willing to bet we're talking like billions of dollars. Or is that too high, you think? I think it's over billion? a billion dollars. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Of all the RMT, which yeah. is crazy because I think the actual PG market is, like, I'm curious how much, like, let's say like um, World of Warcraft makes like like six hundred seventy million million a year. How much money do you think is made on the third-party marketplace of buying and selling World of Warcraft gold, like what is the total revenue generated by all those Chinese gold gold sellers? I, I, I wish we could look that up because I'm curious. Like I think it'd be a, bi- a remarkably big chunk of all the money that Wow makes is made through ancillary companies that just you know partake in this this trade. I think it's big, and I, I, it kind of
0: proves my cons- uh, doesn't prove, but it kind of I, I back it up with my conspiracy that a lot of these free to play game launches on day one, even if they're early access buy to play games, they have gold spammers, and I think it's because the publishers are in cahoots with the sites that sell gold and they just got a cut and because that, that cut they get uh, is is a big percentage of their total revenue from that game
1: mm-hmm. it's crazy
0: I do remember uh, reading about RMT during the EverQuest days EverQuest 1, Dark Age of Camelot and um, those, the uh, the people running those games would say that the RMTers made more money on off the, their game than they did so there was more being—that's crazy. There was more being spent on RMT than the fifteen dollars a month subscription, which is one of the perhaps reasons that's why. Yeah, yeah, subscriptions are free to play yeah. and pay to win. You know exactly because it didn't make sense for a company to only get fifteen bucks per user per month when that same user was ready and willing and and, and doing spending a lot more than fifteen dollars a month on the game through RMT. So there,
1: perhaps but, that's like the that, that's like the justification for pay to win. You know, I feel like maybe people should try looking at it from that lens. Obviously, you know, we players kind of hate that. And it you know, really hurts our view of fairness in the game. Oh, definitely. Like you
0: know, what, what what do you say to a player? He wants us he's ready and willing to spend a thousand dollars a month on that game. And if you only take fifteen dollars from him, that's fine, he'll pay you here fifteen dollars. But he'll take his other nine hundred eighty five dollars and he'll spend it on RMT, you know, uh bots or something yeah.
1: old. You can you can never pay away. Which yeah. which is why, you know over time, I've given some pass to some of the pay-to-win stuff. Some pass. Obviously, I still don't like it. If a game goes too far in pay-to-win, I'm not going to play it. I would dissuade others from playing it. But like you said, Alta, if somebody's willing to pay a thousand dollars a month, if you don't, if you're the game company, if you're arcade right, you're arcade and if you don't take that money, like if you don't sell o- overpowered weapons in the cash shop, if you don't do that, the reality is that guy who's willing to pay that money, he's going to pay somebody else to log into his account, whether it's somebody overseas or somebody, you know domestically to log into his account and literally pay to get that stuff for him anyway. In Final Fantasy fourteen, if you go to the party finder at any time, there's at least three people. Oh, I appreciate oh. the, this wacko, the one 11 months in a row. Hell yeah, thanks, fam. One more month to go. <laughs> literally at, at any point in Final Fantasy you go to the party finder, there's at least two people advertising that they're selling runs. What that means is you can pay, and they say contact us on Discord because they don't want to discuss RMT and game. There's a Discord, you, you can contact them. You can pay them US dollars and they'll get you any weapon in the game, any clear in the game, any mount in the game, literally anything in the game, for like 500 bucks. If you want to do it, you know, maybe, I think that's like 500 bucks. You so, should, you, you should, should do that. The, I should. Yeah. But, but the problem <laughs> is you need like seven other uh, willing people. Uh, you yeah, 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 you got to yeah. split with them because it's an eight man run. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and then, you know, you know, if you have customers lined up all the time, it's really good money, but they charge like 400 to like 800 bucks, depending on who you go to and stuff like that. But like there's somebody is willing to provide that service. And, and it's kind of weird because like, it's really bizarre. Because let's talk about Final Fantasy 14 for a second. Because I, I like the game a lot, and, and I think Square Enix, you know, they, they deserve the fifteen dollars a month I'm paying them. Otherwise, I wouldn't be paying it. But if Square Enix directly sold on any coil of Bahamut clears, or God Kefka clears, or any raid clears, right, if, they, if they sold it in the game's mock Station, people would be up in arms like crazy. It'd be all over the front page of games, games, every gaming publication in the world. Right? That the game, this big game, is one pay to win. But the reality is all that stuff exists in the game today. And that not only does it exist, it's being advertised in plain view that you can pay U.S. dollars to get any clear in the game, any content in the game, and some other schmuck is getting the money instead. To be, I'd rather score Enix get that money, and they can use that money to make more content in the game that I like than the, the schmuck who's profiting off of it. You like, think it's bizarre. There's double standard. Do you think that they
0: would ban you just for advertising? Nope, they don't. Why? Like, because thing- he,
1: there's a loophole that they use. Oh, what is that? The loophole that they use is they don't say they're taking U.S. dollars, right? They're saying, contact me, right? They're saying, just contact me. And if they have a question, oh, they'll say, oh, we're doing it for in-game currency. you know, Oh. You pay like, oh, you can pay me 500 million gil, or 300 million gil, or you can pay me $700, whichever one you want, you know? Oh, that makes sense. That's smart. And they, of course, they get the, the gil. Some people probably will pay in- in-game currency. If they get the game they can just sell that for dollars anyway. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. there's a very quick exchange ratio with the wholesalers. So, But... Almost every person in this chat, I am convinced, will, will, go, will be up in arms if Square Enix sold the best-in-slot best content in the game's cash shop. But that already exists. So given the two, two choices we have, where all the best-in-slot stuff is available in-game for US dollars through third-party sellers, like why shouldn't Square Enix be able to monetize that? I'm kind of struggling this with myself, too, because I'd be pissed off, too, right? But if I, the more I look at this critically and objectively... It just seems like that's the only logical way you have to go. And this is why games have gotten more pay-to-win over time. And, and I, I've kind of taken back my outrage a little bit. Because the reality is they've always been pay-to-win. Just, it's funny. You know, it's kind of sad, too. I feel like
0: maybe remember, we just can't exist in this world if we have it this, set up this way. Like We need like a hard system to keep real money out of the game somehow. Like
1: yeah, if, if you could, I agree, that's perfect. If you get an ideal scenario where you can keep real money out of it, right? that's yeah. fine. It's all feelings of perception, none of it is new, money will buy you advantage. Yeah, but fear that that's the thing. Like, if we can recognize that it's about perception, we have to kind of realize that now we have to decide do we want the game company to benefit or do we want third party sellers and, and, and Chinese gold farmers and exploiters to benefit? Like if I had to choose between those two, it's obvious what the choice is. I would rather the game company benefit because at least they make this product. They spent millions making this product already. And all the stuff is already accessible. It just seems crazy to be super upset at the game companies, even though I'm irrational too. I will get upset as just as much as anybody else if they go to pay to win, but they've always been pay to win. Like, how do you? Is there? Can you design a system where you have you can make it like infallible to like pay to win? Like, how do you get, keep real money out of MMORPGs? How do you keep real money out of games to make it actually fair? Like, is there any way to actually do it? You think?
0: I think a, well, a good place to start, I would think, is not have instance dungeons, just have world bosses with a steady spawn rate, so you control the drip into the world of new items and equipment and gold. Because if it's an instance, right, they could presumably run that a trillion times a day, right? There's no limit. No, no you
1: can put, limita- you, you put, no, put limitations on rewards and stuff, too. But what you're saying doesn't stop anyone from farming that content or trading it to you well, for real-life dollars. Well, yeah, imagine even, like... Even without trading systems, you can still exploit it by logging into your account.
0: Well, well no, you can control that, too. Uh, How? Have it tied to your IP. Have it tied to your, you know, address. So if someone in Venezuela logs into my account because I paid him to farm for me, whoa,
1: banned. whoa, 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 whoa! No, that, that sounds good on paper, but you realize you can just have this, you can just have a VPN on your local connection, and he just logs in from there, and he plays in your account until he gets whatever you paid for? There's look that, that doesn't even come close to solving the problem, because then it looks like your IP is logging in and playing. But the reality is you paid some guy to play well, for you. I well, I, I, would,
0: I would argue that some kind of IP, uh, you know how we have two-factor authentication? Some kind of IP authentication would cut it down, and like, it would be like a filter that cuts down like an 80% no, but, of it. But no, the whole
1: purpose of two-factor two, two authentication is to stop unauthorized access. The reality is this is authorized access. Well, if you no, wanted to play in your account, you're but, paying him. Well, it's unauthorized, because... How do
0: you stop that? Because the $15 a month you're paying... The terms of service will say it gives it authorizes you, the named individual, okay, good, good. to access now, it.
1: How does the company enforce that? When the when well, you, I just you, said, if you if you're willing to allow it to access your IP through a VPN, yes, the, the moment the, that's the, fine. That's the fine. fact, yeah. How does How do you stop Netflix it? Netflix currently bans
0: VPN use. This, there are many ways around this, but I would bet you 90 percent of no. people don't don't know the way around it. We do. Omar and I, in Turkey, I can watch American uh Netflix because I'm not retarded. I know how to use a computer. But most you people. Know, you, could, don't know how to use computers.
1: What, what Netflix does is they ban all the public VPNs that are known to them, right? But okay. the problem is when you set up a tunneling system through your own computer. Well, most people don't want to do this.
0: It, so it would help. I'm just, uh, it's not perfect. I'm just saying it's a good step.
1: But but you would think if it would help, but there there are still literally people advertising gold selling in World of Warcraft, the Valentine 14, and in, in Shout Chat. The problem is still there. Like the gold spamming stuff is still there. No matter what. And this seems like the easiest thing to stop, but it's not stopped. So as long as the advertising is in game. They'll put up a guide on how to set this up for you if you buy their goods. And if the game tries to crack down on it, the guys will be on the websites that are advertising in-game already. It just seems like, it just seems like it's impossible to design a system it's, where you can look, keep money out of. It's out
0: impossible, of it. but it doesn't mean you should stop striving. You know, we got to strive, we got to move towards perf- perfection, and we're never going to get there. But it doesn't mean got it doesn't mean we give up. We got to keep going in that direction. That's all I'm saying.
1: Uh Berman. I, uh, it's, not, it's not that people don't, don't RMT. I agree. A lot of people don't RMT, right? But the problem is, like, it, let's say, let's say EverQuest, World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy 14 any game, they sold a really high-end gear, like weapon, in the game's most difficult content for a thousand dollars, right? Like, if they sold that today, most people would not buy it. Ninety-nine percent people would not buy that item, right? But just like most people, you know, EverQuest didn't RMT. There are people that did, and money could always buy power. And what we're arguing is, should, how do we stop that? at all, if we can, and if we can't stop it. Shouldn't we let the companies profit off of it rather than the third-party vendors? Is what we're t- I, th- I think you know is our discussion. Because even though most people don't do it, people are still going to do it. And and how do we actually absolutely stop it? Is it even possible to absolutely stop it? If it's not possible to stop it, why are we fighting this infinitely losing battle? But we gotta fight it. That's why. I mean, oh, Illuminati deal it. But that that's not true. I think BDO did have an interesting system where they, there's no player direct trading, which I think negatively impacts the actual gameplay experience. I think one of the like, an MO is supposed to be this world. And a world that you can't trade is kind of weird, but I, I get why they did it, right? But you can buy silver and BDO today to search Google. What they do is they log into your account for you, and they will farm the silver for you while you're offline. So, yes, they stopped the trading at a major inconvenience to most players because most people aren't doing, we're not even participating in the crazy RMT anyway, right? So they they, they harassed a huge portion of the player base by restricting that feature, and they still sell silver. They still sell everything you want in the game. Just they log into your account and do it for you without trading.
0: But don't, there are By so. Wait, El- El- Ron, I,
1: I I would probably support that position. Well, would
0: you agree though? Uh, that for example, the Netflix thing really did cut down on foreigners using the American service or whatever, or vice versa. Like,
1: right? Sure. But but so, but here's the problem with Netflix though. Here's the problem with Netflix. You can't advertise on Netflix about your VPN service, right? In World of Warcraft, any gold seller can always go into the game and spam. Uh, go to my gold selling website, buy the shit, right? And, and okay. you directly reaching your customers anyway.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's say I want someone to do a run for me in Final Fantasy, okay? And okay. They, they, okay. okay, and I I PM them on Discord, and that's like say they implemented my system with the v, with like the IP check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy the guy gives me all this work around, you know, go to your registry, do this, you know, no, download no, no, no. No, no. No, no do, download, it. It download this. Okay, download all this stuff.
1: No, Windows makes <ischopfectionate> Windows is a built-in yeah. VPN tool. You don't do
0: anything. But this special. stuff, Windows is built-in. Every step that gets in the way is going to. Uh also, get, also
1: make the guy say, "I don't want to do this." Like, uh, this, this, this is too much. Of, no, the, the moment you do that, though, the moment you even start putting these IP restrictions, you already kind of destroy. You already piss off your player base because people, have, a lot of people, don't have static IPs; they have dynamic IPs. So like, every few, like every every X days, your IP resets. So do these people just can't play their account unless they contact support? So your your solution no, to you, minimize you, is already is, you not, do is a hard, not no, You
0: can do a hardware check as well. Some kind of hardware uh, verification. All
1: right, Elrond, this is. What you just said that is has nothing to do with talking about. One is voluntary, one is involuntary. There's, there's a key dif- distinction over there, but yeah, I, I don't know. It just seems like a very uh, pay to win is always there. I don't like it. I want to have a system that's fair. And in a world where it's so the thing is, like, if what you're saying was it got to a point where most people didn't do it, that's yeah. fine, but yeah. I don't think we're, we're even close to that though. The, the reality is, every time I log into Final Fantasy 14, I, I go to the party finder, I see people buying. This guy advertising, he's selling runs for, for US dollars. The perception of fairness is already gone. It, it's really no different, almost, if, if Square is sold directly. Because this guy is selling directly in the party fund. And everyone can see his advertisements. It just seems like we're not even at the point where it's become so hard. It's literally in our face every day already that people are buying advantages. I agree. and
0: I think they should do more to uh, mask it, even if it doesn't get rid of it totally. But I think, unfortunately, the easier route is to just make you know, your shitty pay-to-win mobile games. Uh, which is where yeah. the where the whole industry seems to be moving. Uh, and I, I want to bring up this. We can keep talking about Final Fantasy fourteen if you're not done with the topic. But I do want to bring this up. So this came out today. Uh, a new zoo new report says uh, mobile gaming revenue is now over 50% of the global uh, gaming revenue market. Wow. So it's the first time it's over. It's 51%. Here's a little graphs here for you guys. Uh, PC gaming is at 24%. Console gaming is at 25 uh, And then everything else is... Uh, Mobile, fifty-one percent. So, are you surprised by this? Do you think it's going to go higher? What do you think?
1: <sighs> I think it's going to go quite a bit higher, and, and and one of the reasons being, all this blowback against loot boxes and against pay-to-win on PC games is going to drive. We talked a bit about this last week. It's going to drive more and more development towards uh, mobile games, where the stigma just isn't there. It's just weird because the default, like the default perceptions, these games are already unfair. There was never a sense of fairness in mobile games. They were always pay-to-win. They were always bullshit. And there's been there's no anchoring to any sense of fairness or justice in mobile games, and that's going to take uh, PC game developers who just aren't making you know as much money are just going to why are they spending all this time and effort making these games that we on the podcast here enjoy and most of the viewers here are PC gamers probably they enjoy why, why deal with the blowback from that bullshit, you know, and they're going to go more and more towards mobile games, which is unfortunate because the amount of unfairness in mobile games is, is through the roof.
0: It it is funny that we're getting so much. Uh... I guess pushback from the PC gamers that make up twenty four percent of this pie here. Uh mm-hmm. when fifty one percent of this pie is total pay to win, like you said. Uh mm-hmm. so we'll see. Uh we'll see. But uh, so what what do you think in uh, by twenty twenty one, what do you think mobile share would be will be? Twenty
1: twenty one. It's only that three years. Three years. Yeah. So we're fifty one percent already? Yeah. I think we'll get to sixty percent.
0: Yeah, about right. They they predict fifty nine percent uh new zoo here.
1: Uh, it's going to go more and more. And give it like 15, 20 years, I think it's going to go like 70, 80%. Yeah. And, and that's one of the reasons I'm, I'm a little bit more, uh, I'm looking at this issue a bit more uh, pragmatically, I think. Because if we don't, because there was such an outcry over the Final Fantasy XIV companion app we talked about, I think, three weeks ago, right? Where they're selling a premium subscription and they're selling microtransactions that like, give, give you better access to the game's market board through the app, right? There's so much blowback against that. And what they're doing there is so tame. In relation to what's been going on in the mobile like, game market forever like if there's so much blowback there and it, it when when a company's ability to monetize their game just decreases so much and i you know it, it's going to lead them down the alley of just completely embracing mobile games and they, they're not going to want deal with pc games like i want to throw them a bone to a degree but i still feel everybody when they when they're when they think like, it feels wrong you could pay for these like extra advantages and stuff. It, it, I, I get that; it feels wrong, but the reality we have to look at that in relation to everything else, right? And I think mobile gaming is the other other side of that coin. You know, we have to look at like if we if we don't give them something here, it's going to end up disgusting, like mobile games, and it, it, it puts us in a really bad position because obviously, I don't want PC games to look like mobile games. I, I don't want that. that. That that that's like the the anathema of what I want. But we if we don't give them something. It's going to be even worse because the the, the, the transition will be even faster to the, the bullshit. That's
0: an interesting uh, perspective. And I wonder how many purists there are out there, and, and how many people like you that are willing to compromise. Uh, so, for example, to rephrase what you just said, if the if the entire gaming market was the PC market, right? There was no mobile gaming, right? No, no console gaming. Just for the scenario, we could we could fight back against loot boxes, right? And and if we, it's a victory if they pull the loot boxes away. But in a world where everything is going mobile anyway, where it's total pay to win, what leverage do we have against these companies? If we push back too hard, if we start don't yeah. buy their games, you know, if we don't buy their games, are they going to make better games, or are they just going to say fuck that and just make mobile games? Right, that's basically what you're saying. So who who has the power here? Is it the PC game makers? Or is it it's the players? I don't know. I, th- I feel like we're losing leverage though.
1: We I think we're definitely losing leverage, and I think it's because so many people already gave ground on mobile games. It just like, it it just seems that people were just so this idea of fairness that we've, we've all come to get used to with Ultima Online, with EverQuest, with World of Warcraft, like I think the developers thought that the players would be really mad if it wasn't fair, right? But people, I think developers are realizing that people never actually cared about fairness to begin with, which is unfortunate because a lot of us do care about fairness. But as we've already seen with mobile games, people don't actually seem to care about it.
0: Yeah, I agree. People just don't care. Also, people, not just fairness, but people have very price insensitive in the moments they're addicted. And that's a word you don't like, I don't think, about gaming. But there are there are moments in Dota, right, when I was playing Dota or whatever, where where, uh, where at that moment, if if it was easy for me to pay $100, $200, 500 I would have paid. But now, month later, when that kind of that kind of lull passed, right, I wouldn't do that. So I think these mobile games are really good at latching onto people, uh, getting them maximally addicted, and in that short brief time, just just sucking hundreds or thousands from them, and then. And then eventually, those guys just go, "What the? What was I doing?" And they uninstall that game, but then they move on to the next mm-hmm. one. Like then the next parasite leeches onto them. I
1: don't think, know. Oh, somebody mentioned uh, in-app revenue versus advertising again. is is still talking about data. I looked at the chart about uh, revenue <laughs> breakdowns for some of these for some of these uh, games. I think most mobile games don't make money from uh, from in-app revenue versus ads. Yeah, uh, yeah, we can return to the. Uh, uh, yeah. The data
0: stuff in the yeah. post game. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, fair, okay. fair, fair. It just,
1: I do think um, we did. We need pushback against like the most extreme stuff, but we got to we we got to give them some game companies. We got to throw them some bones, especially with how PC games are. Sh- the, the pie a PC game is already shrinking, right? So we got to give them some bone, but we should still push back against the the, the more ridiculous stuff. Yeah. Uh, quick aside, guys. Uh, two weeks ago,
0: we we. I did a podcast we briefly mentioned Dota 2 not even like a major right but that mm. podcast got so a lot of dislikes and it's so mm. funny people took offense uh, in the Dota community to our comments about uh, a few of the holdover uh, features mm. from Dota 1 so for example the bottle we're filling if mm. you come back from the fountain and somebody who's already in middle drops this bottle you TP into the middle and you pick up the bottle it fills up because your your aura is still ticking from the fountain and we said mm. something that was stupid and they really took offense to that and I am you know baffled by uh some of their comments what 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 possesses somebody to be this
1: defensive about a video game more? do you have any idea i, I don't know I, I don't because look i play league i've played dota i actually enjoy watching dota a lot more because the skill cap is higher i recognize both games have pros and cons in fact if anything right now i'm probably tilted more towards enjoying dota more because i, I haven't played league in a long time now but it, it's just weird because a lot of hardcore dota fan and hardcore league fans and i think like gamers in general they, they cannot see the flaws In their own favorite game yeah which is which is bizarre and i think it comes with age as well i think when we were younger for example we kind of like always thought like oh xbox was for faggots i mean that was a view i held in middle school right (laughs) xbox you were just gay right it's like we were so like attached to what we liked right everyone likes everyone i feel like everyone was kind of like that right but when you get older i feel like you kind of realize that these games and products don't need loyalty to you so i think even more objective look at you know what's going on as you get older I realize League has flaws, a lot of flaws, by the way. Arguably more flaws than Dota. But some of the flaws in Dota are just so weird and just bizarre that that I, I, I just it's so hard to see people defending like some of the weird mechanics in Dota 2. When the game as a whole has a lot of amazing mechanics that make it, you know, stand apart. You know, stuff like what makes I think what makes Dota an amazing game is the higher skill cap that's achieved through really good design with the with the, the way mobility is designed in Dota 2 is amazing. There's actually a lot of mobility on a big map, which creates more action. I watched the game of Dota Two yesterday. In the first eight minutes, there were sixteen kills in eight minutes. Yeah, in, in League, so that's like a full match. No, in the League of Legends, you can bet in most games, right? Uh, and one of the bets you can make in a League and a pro league game on um, third-party betting websites is over/under bets, and it's over/under twelve point five. So you can bet in the entire duration of a match: will there be more than twelve point five kills or less than twelve point five kills for the entire duration of the map? Because I guess that's right around the even point, like, you know, where an average like twelve kills for an entire game in dota in the first eight minutes we had 16 kills the, the amount of action is just so much more because of more mobility and because vision is a, is a limited resource whereas if in league, in league of legends vision is everywhere the map is tiny and there's vision everywhere basically you almost always know where everybody else is because the map is so small and there's infinite words in place so there's a lot of great mechanics in dota too like it's so obvious like these things are so obvious to me that these are just really good design mechanics but there's other things that are just not so great like the Example with the with the with the bottle mechanic. It just it, it, it just doesn't add anything to the game in, in, in an interesting way. And arguably, the way stacking works it, it, for for jungle stacking is it, it adds a monotonous thing to the game. That doesn't really make the game more interesting or engaging. But yeah. I don't know people. I, people can't seem to see it.
0: No, I, I won't name the guy. But this was one comment that I was especially I especially appreciated. So he wanted some like figures on why I thought like it was going down, declining, right? So here's SuperData's post about it. 7.0 update, you can see very clearly here it spiked because people tried it, the new update, right? And then they dropped off. Right, very, you know, it's nice you can read this post, guys, very interesting post. But this guy had a different take on it. Here's what's his take on it. I don't know if you guys can read this, but. Additionally, Super Data Research is angel funded private company. Who are they backed by? Well, given this is the third negative blog article I've seen from them about Dota among a sea of positive stories about League of Legends, I don't know, dude. Wonder who? He thinks these guys is a conspiracy. These guys are funded by uh, tennis center league t- to trash on Dota through three vague, uh, very nitty gritty uh, blog posts about numbers and you know that that stats. Because because that's what the average like twelve year old who plays these games. You know he's like, hmm. Let me go to Super Data Research, which is a gaming analytics company, and see charts uh, and analyze. Uh, Oh, really? I'm going to go play League now because of this chart. Come on. This guy is living in a cuckoo world that he's concocted yeah, delusional. for himself. Yeah, he's delusional. delusional.
1: <laughs> There's another guy who I actually replied to. And he said he he seemed to, like, not trust League's numbers, right? Like, they're owned by the Chinese, right? When they CEO your Brendan Beck, when when he says they have 100 million active users, can we really trust him? And that, Which is really bizarre because I'm like, wait a minute. Like, we're looking at super data research, which is their own analytics, right? And we also have first-party sources. Dota 2 reports their own numbers through uh, Steam, right? They tell you how many active players there are and uh the self-reported numbers by, by by league of legends yes they're not as frequent right they they, they mention them in interviews they, they don't actively give you a number but i don't understand why you trust one first party source but not the other one like they could both be lying like the code for steam charts or steam data could just be a like, dota 2 add plus hundred thousand like they could just bullshit everything they wanted to uh, both parties could just be lying about data so we have to take them to face value and, and work with what we have so i don't know It just the the conspiracy-minded people you know a lot of conspiracy-minded thoughts Behind our, you know, I love Dota too. I like League of Legends, you know, but both games have have, have their own faults.
0: All right, good times.
1: Uh, okay,
0: someone in chat has been uh, posting this a little bit, and it is an interesting story, so I will uh, bring it up. We did cover it briefly on the site. So Daybreak Games, like we said, is having some issues. Um, they were presumably owned by um, Columbus Nova. Columbus Nova. Yeah, which is a Russian company, and then the owner of that was on a sanctions list. So now they fired 70 people, they're kind of scrambling, they're kind of bullshitting saying, no, 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 just kidding, they never owned us. It's some other guy owned us. Uh, and now there are rumors. The company's either gonna be sold off or broken apart. Um, and there's the one rumor floating around is Ash the Creation guy,
1: Sharif, right? He might buy Daybreak. That's pretty crazy. That's that. That's the thing that seems like kind of out there. You know, like, I mean, if he could raise the money, it could happen, you know, he's, he's independently wealthy. And he's, you know, he might. Who knows? It'd be pretty crazy if he if he buys Daybreak, then that gives a lot more credit to uh to to him and his studio, and they're, all of a sudden they're gonna be very legit if that actually happens. Yeah, and
0: already a lot of the people who work on Ashley Creation with him are ex uh mm. uh S O E guys. Daybreak people. Yeah, Daybreak mm. guys. So that there is some connection there. There's some. Uh, Okay, cross. I think somebody's,
1: somebody's going to buy Daybreak. I don't think it's going to be him. If I had to guess, I think some other companies are going to buy it, and that's going to be interesting when we find out who it is. Because how much Daybreak sells for, I think, is a pretty good indication of where the MO market is to a degree. I mean, Daybreak isn't exactly um, like the premier of the premier, right? But they're still a pretty big player. Like outside of you know, World of Warcraft, Eve Online, Final Fantasy XIV, outside of Elder Scrolls Online, outside of these five marquee games, I mean, Daybreak is like right in the middle there. Like they they represent a big chunk of the mo market so how much they sell for it would give us an insight into the health I think of the of the PC mo market
0: uh yeah apparently uh, I, I read uh Sharif's post yeah I read this on Reddit earlier okay so basically he's saying he doesn't comment on rumors but if it were to happen it'd be wonderful and we take good care of them like come on,
1: I mean I don't know <laughs> I feel like we don't comment on rumors but we're gonna comment on the rumor I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose of saying we don't comment on rumors right <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of silly, but it's going to make him very credible in the industry. And uh, I will definitely, you know, if this ends up happening, he's got because if this happens, it means he's got a lot of pull with investors that are willing to give them give him money to buy the studio, right? It, it would make him instantly way more credible because he convinced these other rich people to back him. So that well, kind of gives him. Well, we don't know what the price is. Maybe
0: maybe he's self funding it. Uh, if depending on the price, we, we but don't know. Still,
1: if he's got that kind of money, yeah,
0: yeah, I, don't, I can respect I, it. I don't know how much juice he sold, so. Who knows so much?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Who know
0: we know how much juicy sold. Uh, yeah, but like you said earlier, I wonder what the valuation will be if whoever buys yeah, it. I'm be. actually really curious about that.
1: Actually, I think uh they, I mean uh and uh and MassOp had a good article about uh, there was a post on I think Reddit, a Reddit user with a former Daybreak employee. He said there's uh they're working on EverQuest three and Planet Yeah, yeah. Both yeah. games are in development. That that's pretty hype actually.
0: I mean, how far along development, though? Who knows? Uh, we don't know. And also, Just Survive My Shutdown, which is not surprising. That game has, like, no one playing it. Have you seen uh, the stats for this one? Which one? Just Survive.
1: Oh, for... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah uh, the survival mode.
0: This is their worst performing game. Let's see. Okay, it's got 500 people on right now, which is more than I thought it would.
1: Everyone's playing... Everyone's all about the, the Battle Royale. That's why. Yeah. Even their battle the royale is not doing great. Let's see, H one Z one. They uh, they held a big tournament recently in Las Vegas. Actually, yeah, yeah. Big H one Z one tournament with you know pretty big prize pool, and the, it went free to play as well. So it's I, I think I bet there's a good amount of people online. Look, uh, five thousand. Uh, excuse me, three
0: thousand people online playing right now. Look, look at the sea of red in the past like six months.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's actually pretty bad. It just the problem is it's not even just like H one Z one's bad game. The problem is just Fortnite is dominating. It has it has such a network effect to have literally everyone playing and talking about it. You know, it's sucking in everyone. And I think even PUBG is, is losing players, I think, to to, uh, to Fortnite. Did you see, speaking of that, did you see Superdata's numbers? Um,
0: hmm. Let me bring these, let me find this. Superdata put up numbers, uh, you know, the top 10 PC games, mobile games, console hmm. games. Uh, and for the first time in years, League of Legends is not number one anymore. As yeah. A t- yeah, as a top PC game. It's pretty can. crazy. It's DFO baby. Yep, D- DFO oh, yeah. the number
1: one spot. It's got to be some kind of like holiday sale in China or something that impacted that. There was but who knows.
0: There was a sale. Uh, that's true. And Dutch Fighter Online is the number one grossing PC game in March. It's pretty
1: uh, crazy. Yeah,
0: League is number two. We then three and four are two more Chinese games, and then five is Fortnite. And I think Fortnite will keep climbing. Fortnite is
1: number one on console as well, and we're going to yeah. see it. I think jump to number one on mobile, like in the top five in mobile next month as well, because the mobile side of that chart you're looking at, it doesn't quite include all the data yet, because I think it launched later in March or something, or later in in uh, in April. So, because if you look at the game right now on uh like there are sites like App Annie, they they track how much money these mobile games make in every market, China, U.S., whatever. I think right now Fortnite is the highest grossing app in America. The highest grossing on after Fortnite, it's Netflix, then Pandora, then YouTube, then Tinder. Fortnite is the highest growing growing app on the iOS store, and that's gonna reflect on this chart, I think, uh, next month. I think
0: so. Okay, so guys, uh, I want some numbers typed out before we before I scroll down. How much? Actually, maybe you saw it already. How much money? So. Did, how much money did uh, Fortnite make in March? Okay, it, across all platforms, so iOS, PC, and and uh, PlayStation Four. What is the total revenue in March? I want some numbers typed out. Let's see if you can get close. Oh, okay. Well, you already saw the numbers. $223 million. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Nope. If that if, if it you can keep that pace for the year, it'll be it'll pass everything.
1: Yeah. If you can piece it, that'd be over $2.4 $2. dollars a year. But the thing is I think it's gonna go up even higher actually, because the Chinese release didn't happen yet. Yeah. And what's remarkable is there's something about Fortnite where I, I have friends that spend a lot of money on Fortnite, a surprising amount of money on Fortnite. Like every time the new costume is released, like people are eager to buy it. They're doing they're doing something right, and I think what's remarkable is the the success of Fortnite's cash shop. It kind of shows users that you don't have to go with the loot box model, right? Well, that's true because you there are no loot boxes in Fortnite. You know, you're just buying things outright, and it works. And you know, people are buying entire outfits in Fortnite for and they're not cheap. they like fifteen dollars, twenty dollars costumes in Fortnite. More than that, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. So it's not always about this gambling mechanic. It, the gambling way may not even be the best way to do it. I, though I would argue, if they did loot boxes, they'd probably make even more money. But I think that they're do. I think that they're they're not doing loot boxes to like be different, to not to have a better perception for consumers. It's so interesting that, like,
0: uh, uh guys. If by the way, the reason you're not seeing Fortnite on mobile on this chart is this is March, so always like two months behind. So you will have to wait till next month to see how it does on mobile for April.
1: And actually, the success of Fortnite, I think, is is definitely a big win. For what we view as fair games, because somebody did say there's no loot box and it's not pay to win at all, so maybe there is hope for uh, you know non pay to win, but it just seems like the way for, uh, comparing MMOs and more PGs, a game like Fortnite isn't exactly fair because you know you can always pay for power discreetly in games like you know WoW and, and, and Final Fantasy fourteen. So the incentive structure is a bit different than a game like uh, Fortnite, but it's still a big win I think for. For, for fairness as a whole, because it's a mobile game as well, and it's not pay to win at all. It's still a big win there. What's, I think what's beautiful about Fortnite is how quickly you can make a game that gets
0: this big. Because remember, Fortnite, the actual game, right, uh, was this whole survival, team defense thing. And I think mm-hmm. from when they decided to make a Fort, the Battle Royale to when it came out, it was was pro- probably less than a year, right? Well under a year. That pivot. So that is surprising how quickly you can make a game that kind of takes the world by storm.
1: Huh? Pretty crazy. Somebody mentioned in the chat that Harry Potter was the number one game. Harry Potter is the most downloaded game on iOS right now. However, it is not the highest grossing. Take a look at the chart. I, I linked it on on Twitch chat. You can see that these are the most popular downloads, and then grossing is the is the important number for the game that's making the most money right now. The app that's making the most money. Uh, number five on that list is pretty surprising. It's a Chinese game, with a very Chinese title. I don't even know what game that is. I, I, it's uh, it's a Lu Zhao. I oh, don't know, that's it's the, the developer. That's by a developer. As a developer yeah. Right, yeah. What is this uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery game? Uh, I've actually never heard of that. How I we, heard how we call ourselves a uh, gaming journalist. I know what that is.
0: All I know about it is there's some kind of choking controversy. Like you can there's a kid getting choked and uh what? you can like stop him from getting choked if you pay money or something.
1: That's actually hilarious. I just Googled the game and that's the first headline I see. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter, Hogwarts mystery force you to pay. like me, look well, like me, like save me. David, kid, for being strangled. Right, fine. It's you're a gamer. This the oh. headline is hilarious. I'm dropping a Twitch chat action. Yeah, sure. There. Yeah. That's actually a really funny. Um, that's a really funny headline. Holy crap!
0: It's pay or this kid gets choked. All right. right
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to see the choking. Oh, here we go. That's a pretty lame Hell, choking yeah. going on. Some vines. It's some hentai shit going on.
1: Oh, baby, hot. All right, back back to SuperData. Any other interesting stats here? Let's see. We should get some interesting stats in the next two weeks because I think in the next two, I think May tenth or so, we'll get data from uh from Nexon releasing their earnings report. We'll get NCSoft releasing their data, and I think last time we talked about NCSoft data, it was pretty crazy just how much money Mobile was making for NCSoft, and we'll see if that how that trend continues. And right. we'll, we'll get a, we'll get some numbers from Nexon as well. But again, I am I am most hyped for MapleStory 2. That uh, that closed beta test on May 9th, Ooh, I'm already in. They got you in. It's going to be spicy. So we can probably play that before or after the podcast next week. Yeah. It yeah. should be fun. We should, we'll, we'll stream playing that together.
0: Sounds good. All right. One I more thing. i a wizard. I want to get to before we are out of time. We got another Kickstarter game this week. Oh, baby.
1: Yeah. Uh, which one is this? I haven't heard of it, actually, because I right, don't well, know what you're talking you're about.
0: You're in luck. You can watch this together. I'll Hell be, yeah.
1: Let's see it. All right. It's called Last Epoch. It, that, that logo
0: it, is killing me. I'm bad at picking banners, but this is basically another action RPG. <laughs> Look, it's inspired very heavily by uh, Path of Exile, as you can tell by this video
1: being played. Uh, yeah. And Diablo, all that, all that jazz. Is it, is it going to be a more or is it going to be more like a single-player game? Like, what's their spiel? It's prob- probably a lot like Diablo and Path of Exile. They're going to
0: have a, actually they have an offline mode too, so single-player mode or online mode, where you know you play online. Mm-hmm with Hub World. In the hub, in the hub Towns, you can see lots of people, but outside the Hub Town, you can party with up to five people. Um,
1: and There's we, already a free downloadable demo? That's yes, actually
0: mega. Yes, legit. the, yes, the Kickstarter came out a few days ago, and already mm. and, and obviously they didn't do this bullshit where they're pitching you nothing, where they say, we want to make an action RPG, please give us money. They're basically, look, here's a playable demo, we got the videos, we'll, we'll know, they worked on the game for over a year already. Okay? So they got a game. They got something that works. And uh, they want to... There's actually a pretty good schedule on when they want the game released. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see if I can find it. By 2020, they want the full game release, But way before that, you can play you know, closed betas, uh, open betas, and all that jazz.
1: The fact that you can just download and play this already, and it looks like there's some, there's some substance here. They already have some skill systems built in. The way the item works is built into the game. This is how you do a respectable Kickstarter, alright? <laughs> I'm, I'm already like, listen, these are the kind of Kickstarter parts I, I can already safely say, look, don't feel like you're gambling when you back something like this. Because you can already see something. There's some tangible evidence Well, here. you can
0: try it before you, you pitch. You, yeah. You prefer, yeah. Just try the single player. Uh, uh-huh. I,
1: I am not skeptical. I usually always say I, I remain skeptical about Kickstarter games. This is something I'm already not skeptical about already. They can already demonstrate very clearly what they have. It's This This should be a blueprint for other uh, games. Especially, this is like 10 times as true for someone that promises the world with an MMORPG. Like, the other game, Fracture, it was like... They, 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 were, they were trying to... Like, this already is more impressive than what we saw in Fracture, right? The game looks like there's something there. But they're not promising this uh, entire world that can support thousands of players with spatial OS. They're not promising a world that's uh, a sandbox world in an action RPG. These are things that no one's done yet. So, like, they're not promising the world. No, and then they have nothing. It seems a very uh, focused team. Um,
0: yes. and I think what I love about this company... Uh, if you, all right, well, it's just probably not them doing it, but I paid a different company. But if you go to their Kickstarter, this is a, this is a pretty impressive Kickstarter. Like, right? just a, they must have paid a lot of money for all uh, the wording and the art. Look at this. Scroll down. Mm-hmm. You got little gifts going on. Uh someone, Jet Jet Uppercut had a pretty funny line in chat. Inspired by you mean ripoff. The free demo is called Path of Exile. <laughs> <laughs> and and they, they have the whole passive skill tree going on in this game too. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely inspired pretty heavily, heavily. by by the
1: path of itself. Is pretty heavily inspired by Diablo. Right? Exactly. Which exactly. Pretty heavily inspired, you know, it's 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 that like style of game. And who was the first company that made that that first ARPG like game? Was it probably, Diablo One? No? Probably,
0: probably, Diablo One. Yeah,
1: I, I, that's my guess. I I, I you, like when did Nox come out? When did uh? When did move online? Move online, probably. Wait, not that old. Actually, I think I think Knox out came out a little after Diablo one, because whoever actually came up with that formula is the one. Like, that we should give them a lot of credit because, like, this has become such an archetype of games, right? Oh yeah. You have the yeah. like the DFO style games, right, with instant dungeons, persistent town. That that became such an archetype of games as well. So whoever actually credited with like starting this, they deserve a lot of uh, a lot of credit. I agree. It's, Diablo it's, one was nineteen ninety
0: six. That's an oldie.
1: Nox was 2000, so yeah, Diablo One probably is probably the one of the first.
0: Yeah. So the main gimmick here, apparently, in this game, is going to be uh, uh, the same. You can you can traverse the same world, right? Each zone through yeah. uh, four different epochs, so time periods. So you travel mm-hmm. between these two, you know, these four epochs. My guess, I don't know if this is true. but You know how like all these games have about easy mode, hard mode and hell yeah that's what that is that's what so so my my guess is you you play through the game once and then you like beat the boss and he like sends he accuses you and sends you back in time or something you know Mm -hmm. and then you got to do the whole world over again and that's like the second difficulty then the third and fourth i could be wrong about this but that seems like a a nice easy uh, gimmicky way to do uh
1: the whole replay the game you know you're doing it in different eras right I, I'm just again amazed by what what we're seeing here in terms of playability and what they've already done, what their focus is, and then they're then launching a Kickstarter like, and they're asking two hundred ten thousand dollars. We've seen companies ask for more money when they have literally nothing but an idea. Yeah, yeah, you know? So this is this is you know, they they've already raised ninety three thousand dollars, and I wish them luck. This is nothing you should feel bad about funding either because it doesn't seem nearly as risky. Obviously, nothing's that risk, but this seems way more uh, legit than a lot I... of, than than fractured.
0: I actually have an interesting perspective on the Kickstarter, though. I'm pretty mm. sure they don't need this money. 200K is not going to make a dent. In Probably. In, okay. So I think this is like marketing for them.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, come on. They're, they said their team is uh, about 24 people, two dozen. And they've been working on it for about a year. So 24 people for a year, you know, offices and all this stuff. There's no way 200K is going to cover that. I think this is kind of like a pre-sale slash marketing. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah,
1: that's probably what that is because, you know, it's still actually a good chunk of change. So let's say they work for fifty thousand dollars a year each. Forget office, let's say all, all that shit's free. They, they're all bombing in some guys' uh house, right? Fifty fifty grand for each person would be about one point two million dollars a year. Would would be their you know their burn rate, their okay. cost of you know employing so, those people. So what's 20k? Well, well, but founders and stuff work for free. You have maybe some people running on equity. So 20K is still probably a good chunk of change for them. I mean, yeah, it's a good chunk of change for anyone, but I'm just yeah. saying I don't think it's uh Sure, sure. Yeah, Maybe it's yeah. outside the spirit of like an idea, but like I don't like the concept. Of like, oh, you got this cool idea, guys. But then it becomes like this nearly impossible, Herculean task of moving earth and mountains to make this innovative MMO that no one's done before. Like the most complex style game for like only fifty thousand dollars. We can make this happen. So come on, come on, guys. <laughs> J- be Jennifer, let's be real, guys. I love Jedepakuta uh, snipes. <laughs> <laughs> 20k is a lot of money for a Path of supporter pack, Kappa. I like it. <laughs> I <laughs> think. Cool, Shifta.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, Shifta was telling me about this game uh, a while back before they hit Kickstarter.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty badass.
0: <laughs> Indeed. I think there's always room for more isometric games, by the way, in the marketplace. You can never.
1: Like games are just, are just like. Feel... The default isometric game I've played, ARPG I've played, is just more fun. Like, the average one has been more enjoyable, I think, than the average non. Isometric game If that makes any sense
0: Yeah yeah. It, it's hard to fuck it up It's hard to fuck yeah, it up th-
1: That goes back to like Dungeon Siege Diablo Path of Exile Nox like, All these old games we played They were also like Of this style You know Indeed. Actually when did Dungeon Siege come out That was old too wasn't it No Not that old It's, it's old but not Diablo that old. is just old Diablo was just really old apparently Yeah Diablo really old Is there a game like this, That came out before Diablo There's got it There might be one I don't no, know I don't think so yeah, was the granddaddy. Yep. Let's see anything? Anything else we got going on here? I'm, I'm the, I'm the person hyped for MapleStory 2. That's what I'm, what I'm excited for. Well, just one more week. We'll get to play it soon. You know, MapleStory two has their own battle Royale mode now. What? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Have you seen the video? It's like no. it's pretty funny. They, they got the whole blue circles and everything too. Let me see the. Let me see the video. All right. Let me see if we find it. It's on Mose.com. But even Maple Story is Maple Story Two is embracing uh, battle royale. I think it's at the 50 players or something. It's pretty cool. But again, that's what I actually really like about Maple Story Two. We talked about this uh, you know, a few times already, but like the the core gameplay is there's more to Maple Story Two than just the core gameplay, right? It's not just like killing monsters and leveling up right? and going through dungeons. All the weird game modes, the mini games, and like these things you can plug into the game. I feel like Maple Story Two is built with like you can plug all this other shit into the game. That are outside the core elements, and that, that's what's kind of neat about it, I think. Okay, it, I got... It's actually lit, it's fast paced, quick, and fun. I haven't played it yet, so I'm eager to. I Again, mean, It's not gonna be out in the American version probably for some time.
0: So where do I see the battle royale here?
1: Towards the beginning, if you just skip around, you'll see oh. like a map. Okay, it's it. A... <laughs> oh, I see it. Uh, it's a, it's a, yeah, if you see the beginning, you'll see like the, the blue and stuff. Got it. The UGC is one of the best custom content systems I've seen. Jet, That is actually super reassuring because I think that's the game's uh, secret sauce is going to be that custom content stuff is going to be what drives MapleStory Two. And I hope I think the next big game is going to be really heavy on player made content. Just for, I mean, whack. MapleStory Two is not a battle royale game. It has that you know that built into it, which is which is kind of cool. We all know the best battle royale game is a uh, Horizon Stores. All right, I we all know that's the best.
0: I uninstalled that.
1: Uh actually I'll tell you, one of my friends I I wrote another friend to play, right? And Horizon Source, when you when you make your character name, it gives you random names, right? Yep. So he, he clicked the random name generator and his name was twenty four ounce ribeye. I, I, I remember <laughs> that. What a name. What a name. My other friend's name was Algebra, three question marks. Three question algebra. Oh, is it, it, <laughs> like it, it the most random random name generator? It's it, actually just
0: random words. It is a confusing uh topic,
1: subject, so can yeah, no. That's fair. That's fair. Puzzle right. Pyrrhus needs a battle rail mode, obviously.
0: Well, I think we had all our topics. Anything else? Yeah. Yep, we're right on time, right on schedule. So uh thank you for watching, guys. Hope that was uh enjoyable. I know the first 30 minutes was a little heated. We enjoyed it, so that's all that counts. I I, I enjoy the heated discussions. Yeah. All right. I think the moral of the story is Alta hate freedom. We'll continue I, that in the post yeah, game. I will. will A <laughs> little jab. I will discuss how much I hate freedom in the post game. So, take care, YouTube. Later uh-huh. for YouTube. Yep.